Welcome to Jerseys and Heels, bringing women into the game. One of the best sports podcasts in the world. Incredible news, Sports 101, and we are bringing you behind the scenes at real life, beyond the jersey. Are you ready, Sam? I'm ready. One, two, three, into the foe. Snoop, doggy dog, and Dr. Dre is at your door. Ready to make an inch of tobacco. <laughs> I hope you like having this mic. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I get to act stupid. <laughs> Last night when everybody Check. said namaste, I yelled happy birthday. Check. Check. <laughs> it's hard for me to take yoga seriously. Uh, yeah, I don't take it that seriously. Yeah. I'm not like one of those, like when they do oh the ohms at the god. end. Oh my god. This Please don't look at me. She's like, I gotta take this so seriously. I had a hell of a day. <sighs> I was like... Okay. <laughs> Are we on? Hey guys. Uh, one time I fell asleep in a yoga class. It was the most embarrassing thing of my life. It was the first yoga class I've ever oh, been to. And <laughs> I walked right. in, everyone was like, Oh my gosh, this is gonna be so amazing. I'm like, I've never done yoga before. I was in high school. She had a candle and she's like, Today we're gonna start laying down. And I want Shavasana. you to think of the most know, amazing right? <laughs> place, most like relaxing. I'm like freaking at the beach. Out. I'm laying on the beach. And then all of a sudden I wake up. I mean, I open my eyes and everyone's putting their mats away. And I'm like, you slept the whole thing? <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Most oh. embarrassing moment of my life. Yeah. I Y'all think ready it's for appropriate this? today yeah. to start with the national anthem. I'm not. So, oh, you can mm, sing it. No, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. I got to take my hat off. In the home of the brave. Brave. Gentlemen, boys and girls, <laughs> welcome to Jerseys and Heels podcast. We have a special <laughs> guest, a new kind of sport guest too, a track star. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> you know us girls, we love yeah. our football. You know, guys, we want to introduce you to our to our friend Ernest Wiggins. How y'all doing, Ernest? <laughs> what's going on, bro? I'm chilling, Th working hard. Thank you life. so much for having us. Thank yes. you. All right, guys, so we, we love Ernest because, well, he's my friend. But one really cool thing about Ernest is that, <coughs> well, I wore my shirt for you, but <laughs> Ernest is a USA Olympic track star, basically. So, um, no big deal. No big deal. No big deal. <laughs> Just went yeah. to the Olympics. So um, the thing about jerseys and heels is that we like to bring people into the game. Mm. We want uh, women to know the more track. about sports. Yeah. We also want guys, whoever's watching or, or listening, to um, know things they've never known before. Right. And uh, get to know the real life behind these athletes. So we want to hear all about you, but we do want to introduce you to our special Precious little character, yeah. <laughs> Starfish. And um, right now, our last guest, his name is Brandon Marshall. Right. He <laughs> named her. He loves names with a Z. Z. And so right now, her name is Zaya. Mm -hmm. But she woke up this morning. She was Aww. like, Sam, I really don't like my name. So we're actually going <laughs> to, we want you again. She's just not content, like most girls, you know? Yeah. yeah. They just want what they don't have. A new name. Uh, I so love it. <laughs> she wants you to name her maybe graciously at the end of the show. So you think about it. At the end of the show? I want to name oh, her now. Yeah. You do? I well, do. then go ahead. Since we're sticking to the Z's, and I always told myself if I ever had a little girl in my life. <gasps> oh, wait, you might have one. You might have no, one. No, I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> you might have one one day. Okay, one day. Okay. And so I always wanted to name a girl after my great grandmother. And Aww. so I would name this lovely starfish Ziola. 
Ziola. Ziola. Yeah. Oh. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> she might not change her name ever. Right, that might ever. be a keeper. Yeah. Ziola. Ziola. Oh my God. That Where did name. she get that name? So my great grandmother was full blood Native American, Tuscarora, Blackfoot Indian. Wow. Yeah. So. That's where her name comes from. So you're true American. Oh, yeah, definitely true American. So you're not even, I I'm mean. like super duper American. You know, John, we both know John. He's yeah. from Zimbabwe. He's actually African American. He's white, but his birth certificate says African American. You're like genuinely American. Um, yeah, super American, big time. I mean, we've had a farm in our family for 150 years and stuff where? like that. In North Carolina. So I'm true blue. North Carolina country boy. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of, where did you go to college? So I graduated from Appalachian State, home of the Mountaineers. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Great football there. Home of the high country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know it. We train like no other. People don't know that, but yeah. <laughs> because of the altitude or what? Altitude, but we have a lot of hills and, of course, mountains where we, um, you know, where our campus is. And so right outside of our stadium, there's huge hills that we uh, train on. And a lot of people think, you know, it's just a little Appalachian State, but it's there, it's, there's a reason why. Where the, we were the winningest uh, track and field um, team in the Southern Conference, now moved up to Sun Belt. And the reason why the football team is doing so well is because how hard they train up there. I mean, it's no joke. That's crazy. That's right? really interesting. Yeah. I wouldn't have I've seen that. guys get knocked out trying to run with logs on their shoulders up oh. a hill and get tired and fall back. And, yeah, on the hill. On the hill. And some so of us words. are laughing, some of us are like, <laughs> I'm like, ha, ha, ha. So all the sports, <laughs> they can use those hills. Oh, yeah. Swimming, all that. Everybody. That's, that's wild. Be brave. Oof. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so App State and then what? App State. So I uh, went to App State, loved it there. Uh, I was very blessed to be an All-American, two-time All-American, end up being an NCAA Hall of Famer in the 100 meter. Um, I mean, if it wasn't for Appalachian State, there would be no Ernest Wiggins because even though I had the opportunity to go to bigger schools um, at well, my senior year, running a 10-2 in the 100 meter, I had over 100 uh, scholarship offers. Over 100? Over 100. Div Division wow. 1. Can we go back to wow. the 10-2 real quick? Yeah, right in high school, yeah. Jeez. Ladies, if you don't know anything about track, or guys, because I'm not going to put it past a guy not knowing anything yeah. about track. 10-2, how fast is that? 10-2, especially for a high school athlete, one is very rare, but you're running around 20-plus miles per hour. Mm, 20 so, miles yeah. per hour. And at 10-2, you're uh, B qualifier for the Olympics. B qualifier as a senior in high school. Okay, <laughs> so 100 scholarships. Can you give us your top five that you had? Did you, did you have scholarship offers yeah, from like? Yeah, so East Carolina, Miami, South Carolina, Tennessee, uh, missing one, uh, North Carolina. Okay. Mm -hmm. And what made you go to App State out Appalachian, of all these colleges? Yeah, Appalachian State treated me as a person. Every other school, and there were some other big-time schools, but just those schools really rang a bell because they consistently hit me up. But um, Appalachian State treated me as a person. Um, you know, East Carolina or even Miami at one point, they would call, or even South Carolina. At that time, South Carolina was one of the top uh, track and field schools in the nation. They were talking about numbers nonstop. What I have to do as a senior and track and field in high school, what I do as a freshman coming into college, sophomore, junior, et cetera, et cetera, is always numbers based. So I felt like a statistic. Um, then Appalachian State was always calling me, how is your family doing? How is your mom doing? Um, how's school going? Uh, have you studied for your test? Blah, blah, blah. How's practice going? And so forth. So I felt more of the personable connection, which is very important for me at least. And yeah. any track and field athlete, because it's more personable, right. you know, it's a very individual based sport. Now, football and basketball is a little bit different, but track, I had to feel, and I'm one of those type of people I love big time. 
I put I wear my heart on my shoulders. So if you're gonna want to deal with me, you're gonna deal with my love and my passion, and I want to feel that with you as well. And lucky enough, Appalachia State gave me that. So of course I signed up paper. Recruiting coordinators. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you listening? Promo for Appalachia State right. and the recruiting coordinators that need some tips and how to get guys to yeah. come to your school. Take be notes. a nice guy. Be yep. genuine. You know that might get you. Be some, real. Be real. Yeah, right? Okay. So you're at App State. You're a two-time All-American. Okay, how does somebody become a guy that goes to the Olympics? It's crazy. One, there's the genetics, yeah, of course. Uh, I was very, very blessed uh, with my dad and my mom and so forth. We're not going to go into that spill, but... Um, Native but, American blood. Yeah, right? <laughs> but the more mental aspect of it, you actually have to zone in on that that dream or that goal my goal was to make it to the next level my goal was to be one of the fastest athletes ever to come out of north carolina my dream was to be related to a formula one car or a spaceship or a shooting star or a rocket ship that was my dream so That's so cool you didn't use a person you used like yeah i'm a bit weird when it comes <laughs> to that yeah still to this day i don't think i'm human but <laughs> uh, that's another conversation you know, 10 too i don't think you are All right. <laughs> and so um when you find that one goal, you have to let loose of all the other distractions. Like, for example, right now my job is to be the best sports entrepreneur in Central Florida. So I'll leave the distractions of going out every night on the weekends or even during the week like most people my age would do who, who don't have a, you know children or aren't married and make a good living and so forth. I'll leave that be. I'll focus on the athletes. I I'll focus on the business culture. And then going back to the athletic side, I focused on training, nonstop training, my diet, my sleep, uh, who I hung out with, the power circle. You have to have wow. a power circle. That is probably the strongest thing out there. You know, it's not the supplements you take, it's who you hang around with, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Power circle. Oh, yeah. Remember that, kids. Mm -hmm. And so there is times, especially, let's say, going from high school to college, um, there is times a lot of my friends were like, let's hang out, this, that, and another. I lost a lot of friends because all I wanted to do was train. It was time for me to take this seriously, so I had to train. I couldn't go out and drink beer. I couldn't go out and smoke. I had to train. I couldn't go out and chase girl, chase girls <laughs> at Carowinds, even though I wanted to. I couldn't, you know. Carowinds. Yeah, it's That's like funny. the miniature D Disney World. Yeah, in North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, right. Funny. So eat, sleep, run. Yeah, and so once you find that goal, you target it, and I want to tell you people, I write it down, I put it on my door, whatever, and I draw circles around it. If you ever watch cartoons or watch stuff on YouTube mm -hmm. about hypnosis, stuff like that, you know the the black and white. Mm -hmm. It goes in and out like a zebra effect. It's the same thing. If you put a goal in the center and circle it, and you put it in like three different places, you tend to become hypnotized by it. And so that's what it's all about. Become hypnotized on your goals and dreams, and it wow. becomes reality because you lose, you know, lose all the distractions. You focus on that one thing, and you nail it on the head. Wow, that is amazing. Yeah. There's so much. There's so I much. just learned a whole bunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go home now. We, we want to hear... Um, you became a part of the USA team. How did that happen? Can you just tell us really quick and, and what you just told Sam and I yeah. beforehand? Like, how did that happen? And when you got there, how did it feel? And where, did you get chills? And like, so yeah, being part of the USA team is bar none one of the most exciting things ever. You're part of USA track and field. It doesn't get any better than that. I mean, you can play for the NFL or NBA, this, that, another, but you don't travel like that unless you're on the USA track team. And so what happened was it was in 2004, um, nationals happened. 
Uh, it was fun. I didn't do as well as I wanted to. Where was Nationals? Nationals was in Palo Alto, California that year, 2004. Yeah. Yep, it was in Palo Alto. So every year Nationals is in a different place, so I got to remember. Good memory. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, I didn't get the phone call at first, and you, you always sign all these waivers just in case you get picked. And so apparently someone got injured overseas training, and uh, they was like, Ernest, we would really like to have you as a relay leg on the 4 by one team. And I'm like, it's kind of surreal for me. I'm like, this is not real. This is not true. And then they passed me along to the, the second in command and what size do you wear, this, that, another. Wow. And a day later, I had, had like a, a box full of USA Blue gear. Blue and white. Yeah, red. like $5,000 <laughs> worth of gear. And I'm like, whoa, this is real. Okay, cool. And so, um, you know, you get on the flight. And luckily, you know, due to being in track and field, our seasons are in the summer. So uh, people think the Olympics is every four years and that's it for track and field. No, we have professional seasons like any other sport. Right. So luckily, uh, I was already in shape. I, float, uh, I fly over and, uh, Athens, Greece. Greece and wow. so it's just like, wow. This the 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 origin, you know. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's rock and roll. That's amazing. And That's so, cool. the crazy thing about it, you have I think was Ohio State is the biggest stadium in the nation's yeah. first football. Yes. Yeah, like so 110,000. 110,000. 110, so, in Athens, Athens and uh, World Championships 2007, Osaka, Japan, it was 112,000 people. So you have between 110, 115,000 people at this stadium watch you perform. Um, so you're in the stadium and you look up and you just see people, you just see heads. You don't really see faces, you just see heads. And of course at night they shoot the fireworks so there's a lot of fog and a lot of smoke. So it is so mystical, it's crazy. Uh, and I always tell people this, there is no reason to take steroids when you're in an environment like that. You have, you have that energy, I'm getting chill bumps now just thinking about it. You get this energy that you want to perform at the highest level. You're going to perform at the highest level. Your, your body is just like, okay, let's rock and roll. Right. The adrenaline rush is unreal. And so being able to perform, I was running third leg and just saying, wow. I remember that night when we ran, I looked and I'm like, these people are here to see the fastest of the fastest humans ever. And I'm one of those guys, and I get to perform in front of all these people. Let's rock and roll. Let's go. And uh, That's it was, so cool. yeah, it was amazing. Give me that baton. I'm going. Yeah. And then the whole Olympic experience and the whole uh, international experience, being one of the best on the USA team and getting to travel internationally, you see humans and athletes and specimens that you've never thought would exist. Like you go further Eastern Europe. You see athletes who, if they came to the States, everybody would be like, oh, that's fake, you know, mm -hmm. whether it's the lower body or the arms and stuff like that. But it's almost like you're taking, an, lack of a better term, an African-American or a Brazilian and placing, placing their body on somebody from Eastern Europe who you think their name would be Susan or Jason. <laughs> and it just looks, you're like, wow, you know, this is just amazing. And over it's here, bizarre. people do a lot of plastic surgery to try to fit the to bill. Look that, yeah. look that way, yeah. Right. And so you see, you see a young woman that's five ten, six foot, beautiful as can be, and her body looks like she can take on any man in a very feminine, very superwoman type manner. I mean, that's how she look. You're just like, wow, that really exists. When here in America, people are paying ten, fifteen, twenty, fifty thousand dollars to have the plastic surgery to look that way. Like all you gotta do is work for it and eat right. 
and yeah. that's what you see more for Eastern Europe and even in some of the Asia, Asian countries. It's just amazing what people can do to their bodies and what the DNA structure is for Eastern Europe and even South America, like Brazil and right. uh, Argentina and so forth. Just it's amazing the people you see. I can all, I honestly say this. We are very blessed in the United States, mm -hmm. but we're very blinded and narrow minded here as well. Because yeah. I always also say this, travel as much as possible, not to London, not to just France, right. not to just uh scotland or italy yeah. go far go east yes. yeah go go to a place you can't even pronounce the country right you will see things beautiful people that you've never seen before and they can wow. jump run and swim like no other that's incredible mm -hmm. okay so then speaking of physical fitness i need to know what your physical training was like I was training six days out of the week, mm -hmm. uh, five hours. See, people yeah. do take a rest day. Yeah, uh, a rest day. Yes, a. a. <laughs> some of y'all take seven rest days. Yeah, right? <laughs> I think y'all are still on the exactly. rest day. It's time to get off the couch. <laughs> yeah, I'll just take this magic pill. No, it doesn't work that <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, those pills don't work. It really doesn't, for real. Or the teas. Yeah, <laughs> and so I would train six days out of the week, um, take that one day off, um, and each, let's say Monday through Friday, we train almost five hours to six hours out of the day. Wow. So it's, it's a full-time job. And mind you, it's in the summertime. So that track is around a 110, especially here at National Training Center, 115 degrees on the track. So your fingers are being burnt. Your knees are being burnt. We're yeah. doing block starts, 100 block starts right. a day, twice a week. 100. One over and over, and over 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 when you are outside and over. in Florida, especially <laughs> on a and pavement over. or outside, it yeah, is it's hot. so much hotter. Yeah. Like there is, you can't even explain it unless you've been on it, mm -hmm. a track or a tennis field or outside. It's a different experience. Oh, yeah. She played tennis at Rollins. Yeah. Did you hear oh. that? It's not toot my own uh, horn. That's not. Mm, that I mean, okay. if I played tennis, <laughs> it's like having home run derby on a small court. Seriously, <laughs> I, I tennis. I'm chasing the ball around. You mean where I'd the, be running my 100s? Where did the ball go? <laughs> so we, we do have a few <laughs> questions from people that yes. have sent in questions. But mm -hmm. we want to know. So last podcast, Sam and I talked about two things, superstitions yeah. and sex. Okay. I mean, uh, yeah. in, in the sports world. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I mean, Especially track stars, I would yeah. imagine, yeah. have superstitions oh, for yeah. sure. We're very so big on We'd like both. to know, the first thing we want to know is, do you have any superstitions? Um, and in your, your, well, we haven't even talked about who you ran with and if you guys won. You can put that in there. We want to know, do you have any superstitions? So I have a few. Um, Going up to the block starts or right in front of the blocks, I always give a salute to my family and the ones who have passed in my life. So I do this little, almost like back when Sammy Sosa did his oh thing. Oh my God, I was going to say like yeah. Sammy Sosa. So it was like, uh, <laughs> I'll do it real quick. So it was like. I did that all the time in high and school. And I do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I'm giving kisses from my heart to my mother and father, back to my heart, to my ancestors that passed away. That's so yeah. great. Yeah. I because my name's Sam. People used to joke Sammy Sosa back in the day, and I'd go <laughs> like that. <laughs> At that time, I really didn't know what I was doing, and now I think I love it's funny. Swing a bit. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Okay. So, so then what? That then um, so my pre-meet rit ritual would be I'll have nothing but fruit um, beforehand. Thing is, before track meets, I would get nervous. So of course, some people have to use the bathroom. Whatever. 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 <laughs> and so I'll, I'll only have something light. Um, and I'm one of those type of people, I don't need a lot 
to perform. I mean, people always say you got to eat such and such and such and such. Carb loading. Yeah, <laughs> carb loading. Being a sprinter, you want to eat. I, I would eat heavy the night before, mm -hmm. or even two nights beforehand. But after that, I would just eat kind of super light. Yeah. And oatmeal, bananas, a ton of cinnamon. Really? Um, yeah, and then just go out there and perform. Because I didn't want to get nervous and then yeah. have to take too many restroom breaks and so forth. Right. That's just not cool. I mean, not I, fun. I, I did track for like two years when I was in seventh grade. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you how nervous I got when you'd have to like get set, ready, and then yeah. the dog. I mean, no. I can't even imagine being, then being in the Olympics and being like ready, set. I, my heart would probably burst out of my chest. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know how you handle those nerves. Well, Again, going back to before when I told you I didn't feel like I was human. So when you hear thousands of people get super quiet, the average person would freak out. Right. And all eyes on you. If you think about most people, they don't like speaking in front of people. They don't like performing in front of people. They get nervous, you know. Uh, and so you literally have to also you notice a lot of artists take drugs and stuff like that because they get nervous in front of people. So this is where you're in the world where all the eyes on you, cameras on you, you're in your lane. If you mess up, it's not 10 other people's fault. It's not four other people's fault. It's your fault. Right. So you got you to gotta take your mind out of the, that, that average mindset out. And you just got to say, okay, breathe, let's roll. I guess it does also repetition plays a repetition role. Repetition <laughs> as well, yeah. But at the end of the day, it's either you're meant for it or you're not. Mm -hmm. and I've, wow. Yeah, I've always been more nervous performing in front of – a small couple groups? people, a small group, opposed to a thousand. Yeah, that would be me. Mm -hmm. We talked about Good. that. Mm -mm. Yeah. I'd rather sing in front of fifty thousand people than, than sing yeah. and right in front of ten people. Yeah. So even with if you're listening or watching and you're a speaker or an attorney or you you lead a group or something, how I mean, is that people can um, apply that in oh, life? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just knowing you are made for it or you're not, and getting in that mindset. Yeah. Controlling your mind to be at peace and calm or be it yeah definitely be at peace um <laughs> i would say a peaceful storm you know because you gotta one contain yourself but you gotta display what you're all about in front of thousands of people or several hundred or wh whatever the case may be so you have to be the peaceful storm you can't let them see you rattled inside but you gotta showcase your abilities um, then also I, I use this as well if not me then who if not now then when somebody's gonna do it why not it be you uh, if you're wanting to be one of the greatest of something you gotta step out of the comfort zone anytime you're in the comfort zone you never perform your best when you when you're nervous or you're scared or you get outside that comfort zone that's when you're amazed at the abilities that you didn't know you have Wow, mm -hmm. that's awesome. You're a very good speaker. Yeah. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Guys, he's taking speaking engagements. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Atlas Speed, Ernest Wiggins. Um, true story. Did you? <laughs> it is true. We want to know about the sex part. Yeah. Is it true? I've heard both <laughs> answers. <laughs> is it true that you, you know, we've heard that you're not supposed to have sex before because it releases your your um, strength mm -hmm. uh, or does it help does it release endorphins and help you run faster or do you not know because you're still a virgin so <laughs> I, I tried both <laughs> I'm not a virgin <laughs> <laughs> I know I saw you at the Olympic Village there were, <laughs> yeah so <laughs> I'm not a virgin but I uh, when it comes to performing um, I turn into one 
because it's very true. I've, I've practiced both scenarios, and I can tell you right now, I would never have sex before a track meet again. Now, I'm not running <laughs> anymore, but still, um, you definitely feel the testosterone decrease because mm-hmm. you're interesting. You're relaxed and so forth. You don't have that animalistic behavior anymore. Uh, and there was times where I went two weeks without. Oh, there's Victoria. That's her sister. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> so, and there was times where I went two weeks without doing anything. Uh, actually a month one time without doing anything and my race was so incredible I was like I'm gonna start doing this more often um and then I started trying Sorry, to not doing that more often <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm not doing it more often <laughs> well when when if you is there's no other feeling than outrunning somebody outperforming somebody without hitting them and stuff like that but you're absolutely faster than someone there's no greater feeling and when you notice that the the time slows down when you can see the wings of a hummingbird when you can just see the wind itself going through daisies, there's, I can't, I'm really underselling what that feeling is. And then you perform and you cross that line and your body is just like, is revved up. There's no other feeling. I mean, it's greater than the greatest, excuse me, but it's greater than the greatest orgasm. (laughs) Whatever the case you may say, you may, oh, no, that's not true. (laughs) Actually it is because the, that's awesome. Just the way the body feels yeah. is insane. Your focus is at another level. Your your body just moves differently, you know. And I remember crossing the line the first time I tried it. It's actually my senior year in college at regionals. <laughs> and I'm going against Miami, the big-time schools on the east side of the Mississippi. I'm going against all the big-name schools. And it's just me, little Appalachian State. Right. So I went two weeks without having sex. And um, I remember I was very... My pers- my mood was very serene, mm-hmm. if I if I can use that, and super calm. And all my friends are joking around. All my teammates are actually picking on me beforehand. Sure. It's like, oh, oh, Ernest trying to be all serious. <laughs> Boy, you don't oh, don't go out there and get beat, though. Don't go out there. And I'm like, man, it's all good. It's cool. And <laughs> went out cool. there, yeah. And so at the time, coaches knew and teams knew, I'm gonna blast it on. If there was no false start, I'm I'm going to get somebody. And I was never known for a great start mm-hmm. I, was, I was always known for running people down like and the same so, vault yeah and mm-hmm. so race against him once got fifth it was cool but that dude is something <laughs> that different humbled you a little <laughs> yeah, bit yeah <laughs> big time oh it humbles everybody <laughs> and so um going out there and performing that way i remember my i was just like man i'm just super calm but my body feels like it's ready to just tear up anything um and then i remember uh, going to the starting blocks and i was really kind of confused because i was like man usually i'm just like just amped up but this time i'm just like really calm but my body's just like let's go yeah ready let's go yeah and i remember the gun went off and i remember i stayed patient stayed patient when i came up and i just passed everybody i could hear people cursing i mean (laughs) you still talk when you're running when you're running yeah people cuss each other out and stuff like that are you serious oh yeah there's a lot of things to go there's a lot of things to go on going in a race you don't pick up on yeah in that yeah. 10.2 seconds? Yeah. Like, no, yeah. Oh, that, that was high school. Now, college and professional got down to 10 ones, 10 okay. 0s, 9 9. Yeah. Still, it's 10 seconds yeah. of trash talk, y'all. <laughs> Did you even yeah. know that that happened? Okay. And so then afterwards, it's just like, yeah. And you just you just feel your body kind of throbbing. Like, but it's a good throb. It's like, mm, this is what it's all about. So anything you've seen in Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> anything you've seen in, let's say, uh, Kung Fu Hustle, Anything you've seen in the Avengers and stuff like mm-hmm. that, like Superman and so forth, because he's the innocent one out of everybody. Right. It's true. 
it's really true when boxes don't have sex for months yeah. there's a reason why you you're increasing that testosterone lo- level your body is going to a whole another zone it's never been before right. uh and it's ready to hunt it's ready to kill i mean at the end of the day we are animals yeah mm-hmm. seriously that's why lions are lions right. of course then they have that mating period that's why <laughs> I get real, yeah <laughs> that's why animals are animals you know that's why the hunt is the hunt mm-hmm. and you hunt to kill or be killed you know and so that's how it is and so what happened in that race which one? So, so uh-huh. we're ba- so oh, I won. Oh, you won. Yeah, I won. You beat everybody. Yeah, yeah. I won. Yeah. Okay, y'all hear that, Miami fans? Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. Fans, <laughs> yeah. So you beat everybody. Beat so, everybody. So you were you were convinced at that point, you never again. Right, okay. but you know, it's hard at times because you get a lot. Of, of course, those distractions come back in, and whenever you're the best of the best, a lot. Of there's a lot of distractions, a lot of beautiful women come into your life and you're trying to say no, no, no. But then you're like, all right, just one one time. But you, you become disciplined and so forth. But then when, when you turn a professional, there's your moments, you know, uh, you have your moments during, you have your fun during off season and conditioning uh, season. And then you, when you go to the big meets, there's times during the season where you can have your fun, but then you have your big meets. You're like, no, can't do anything. Like when you guys saw me run, uh, in 2016. For Rio. Yeah, you. that's when I was my most disciplined. I mean, I took seven years off. I took seven years off from competing, came back and qualified for Olympic trials within that one year. And those several meets that you saw me per- perform before I tore my Achilles, oh. I was being super disciplined. And I had a girlfriend at the time. And I was, babe, uh, this is what's gonna happen. If you're not okay with it, I love you, but I got to focus. You wanted me to run track. I'm back on it. So you got to kind of abide by the rules if you want to see me win. And I ran the times that put me in the top 15 in the nation at one point, top 17 in the world. Uh, and that one year coming back. And it was all because it wasn't supplements because I wasn't taking supplements. It was diet, rest, and being disciplined from sex. You know, and so I ran fast as hell at that age coming back because I stuck to the structure. And how old were you? What was that, 2016? That was, what, three years ago? Yes. Oh, man. Two, th- two and a half. Let's two, not push I was it, 30, I was 33. Dang, <laughs> yeah. that's amazing. It was cool, you know. You look <laughs> incredible. I mean, y'all, I'm sorry to say this because you know I have a lot of black <laughs> friends. They say black don't crack, but seriously, yeah. you look amazing. It's true. Sure. Very true. You guys look so young all the time. It's sickening. Yeah. You look oh, like sure. you're like 24. I mean, seriously. I try, man. I feel like I'm 19. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Okay, and so you're you're done with with running you're not going to try to go i to have Tokyo. fun with my athletes and no, i'm not gonna i'm gonna go out there and spectate I'm, I'm gonna fly out there and chill but go shopping i love japanese fashion it's Aww. awesome yeah <laughs> and so but as far as performing nah i do it for my athletes or anybody in orlando or and if i've traveled for sports and stuff if they want to test it and they come check me out and see what's up um, <laughs> hey, if yeah. you want to go it, for y'all. a run, <laughs> yeah, you want to go for a run. Try your, I mean, try your pace. Well, once a competitor, you're always a competitor, that's you know. Sure. So that's something that is is gonna go with me till my grave. But when people come up to me and be like, "Hey, let's race," all right, be careful what you wish for. Yeah, right. You know. And so, and so I think that um, we're almost finished. But today, I think Ernest is gonna put you through a track workout real quick. Mm. It I'm going to be gentle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm all right. <laughs> 50 Shades <laughs> Dark over here. Track star. Guys, I just have to say, I ha- one, I hate running. Two, I quit the soccer team the first day in high school because I didn't realize there was so much running. And three, I was on the track team in eighth grade. But guess what I did? Pole vaulting? 
through the shot put. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, real quick, we got a special guest in the building. Do we? Oh. We have a special guest in the building, Victoria. Come on over. We have an Orlando Magic cheerleader. Come over here and say hello. She is a legend with the Orlando Magic. Would hey, go Oh, she got on her shirt, too. Look at her. Oh, God. <laughs> you want this one? Here, I'll step back. No, no, no. Yeah? Uh, thank you. Thank you. We, um, we, we love you already. So you dance for the Magic? That's cool. Yeah, 10 years. 10 years? Yes. That's like the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. She looks like, like she's 14, legit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Check oh your goodness. ID. <laughs> okay, so, so how, how, can I ask you how old you are? I will be 31 on Saturday. And you're still oh, killing yeah, it. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank oh. you. I said that at yoga last night. Y'all are in playoffs right now. Playoffs right now. Yeah. So hopefully today we win our game and we can have another game on Thursday. So mm. we can have a good little final hurrah in this stadium. Yeah. That would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. All right. And a magic need to get a come have a comeback. All right. Seven years it's been since yes. we've been. So wow. Yeah. So um, how did you? How do you? What's your favorite part about being an NBA dancer? That's freaking awesome. I would have to say just knowing that we've worked so hard to get to that position and just to be in the stadium with all the lights and the fans and just kids in general. I mean, that's probably the best part of it, of it all, and knowing you work so hard to gain all of that. So, and you maintain your tiny little figure. It was hard. Do you have a regular job or is this your full-time job? Um, well, I own two dance studios, so that's pretty much my regular job wow. is being around children all day, every day. And um, not only that, I have my own pro dance program where I just teach other women how to audition for pro dance teams. Awesome video. <laughs> on I'll put on my Instagram yeah. as well. Check it out at Atlas Speed and her Instagram really quick. Victoria R. Rose 1. And that music video was like, turn up, let me tell you. Really? You did a music video. Yeah, so I did a concept video pretty much featuring 13 professional dancers in Orlando. Oh, my God, I love with dance videos. Yeah, they tour with different artists around the world, and I just kind of got different guys and girls in a video, and I'm showcasing their talent and showing everything that I have to offer. That's awesome. So. Okay, real quick. Just the comparison. What do you eat in a day compared to what he eats in a day? Yes, he probably gets about away diet. With everything. <laughs> you be, all right, you go first and I go second. Yeah, I like, Ladies you first. Get away with everything. I follow mostly a plant-based diet. I'm not vegan oh. or vegetarian, but most of the time, if I'm cooking, I'm always sticking to my greens. I like that. My, my grains, my black rice, all mm -hmm. that stuff. And if I have a cheat day, I'm gonna have me some good old country. <laughs> Mother's Day having chicken do, pot I pie. Make it. Right. I love to cook. So if anything, if you go on my Instagram, you see a little stories and stuff. I'm always cooking. Nice. We're coming over. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not as bad as what people think I am. I mean, I eat. I'm more of a pescatarian. Me too. So I love salmon. Like I'll probably mm -hmm. cook one of the meanest salmon dishes imaginable. We're coming over. over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so, like for example, like breakfast. Honestly, I eat maybe two to three bananas on my way to work. Oh my God, I eat yeah. bananas. My mom thinks I'm crazy. I can't stop. Well, it's weird because they try they to- They say that they're bad for you. Don't eat them. When was the last oh. time they measured how many how fat bananas a banana? uh, gorilla should have? <laughs> right? <laughs> Seriously, I always relate my diet to an animal. Yeah. Or just diet in general to animals. Uh, so I have like three bananas on the way to work. I have maybe two oranges. Um, I think I still have two bananas in my office. Um, for lunch- I love it. Yeah, I have- like one or two salads and like the Publix ready-made salads. Mm -hmm. um, 
for and if I have to have meat, I do like the ultimate sub, and I try to stay away from bread bread as much as possible. Uh, my ultimate fear, other than being homeless and not having family, is, is looking down and not being able to see my little homie. Oh. <laughs> it's the truth. I mean, think about it. You go, instead of looking at a mirror, you look straight there. You can't see nothing. I'm gonna oh freak out, god. man. I'm gonna jump off a building. I'm like, oh my god, where's it at? Where's it at? Oh my god. Are you kidding me? I don't want to live He's like not that. Not worried about tying his shoes or anything. No, that's the homie. Feel when we think about pregnancy. I was just gonna say that. But that's for only nine months. Think oh, for like only ninety only. years. You yeah. look down, you can't see your buddy. Oh. that's torture. You can't look down. And there are a lot of people that are listening and watching right now that can't see their buddy. What can you do to inspire us? To, or maybe they're happy. If y'all are happy. If you're happy, you're happy. Yeah. If you're not happy, come to Atlas Speed. Change your diet. Get right, Start get dancing. tight, live right, and you see a change. For real, that's my freestyle for the day. You like it? <laughs> yeah. And then, like, for like, if I have, like, if I spoil myself, if I have a cheat day, every once in a while I have a Lazy Moon slice of pizza. Mm, One slice. Wow. Uh, One slice. I'll, but earlier that day I may have some Chick-fil-A. Gotta have that lemonade. Okay, so. you said one slice. Can we just talk about the Lazy Moon slice real quick? How yeah. big it is? It's about this big and this wide. Yes. It's basically oh. a full pizza. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, then other than that, that's really it. Every once in a well, it comes with the Chick-fil-A. If I have fries or, any, or anything, it'll come from Chick-fil-A. But other than that, I really I stick to my country diet, eating the, the colors of the rainbow. You know, I don't measure anything. I just eat what I want to eat, and that's it. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. it's, it's working for both of Appreciate you. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we can all take notes from this one. But I do miss my grandma's banana pudding. The oh, well, you eat enough bananas. That's my and my and my oh peach cobbler and my aunt's cherry cheesecake is to Ooh. die for. Mm. When was the last time you had that? I haven't been home over a year. Well, it'll be a year in June, and so. It's time to go home. I'll be home for Mother's Day. And ladies, Lord's you willing. know what to cook him now. Yeah, I'm, yeah I mean, yeah, if you think right. this man is fine and you want his number, hit him up on Instagram, <laughs> DM him. <laughs> if you know how to make peach cobbler or cherry cheesecake. Yeah. See, I like to cook. I like to cook for the ladies. I'm a cooker. Okay. Uh, well, there we go. I think you, you check your DM as yeah. soon as we post this right here. <laughs> Fifty Shades Darker. I was for real. In that DM. <laughs> I was just kidding. Oh, <laughs> uh, you got me, got me turning burgundy. <laughs> burgundy. Oh. oh, good stuff. Thank you. So You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, you guys got to sign the Wall of Fame, oh, yeah. by the we way. We get to be famous mm -hmm. for a little bit. We get to sign right. Victoria. We love your name. Do you know what Victoria means? Victory. Victory. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's oh. right. right. Hey, the magic. Victory yeah. for the magic tonight. Heck yeah. Woo, let's go get it. Nice. Uh, <laughs> nice to meet you too. Ernest, thank you. Thank you. Uh, it was this a pleasure. Awesome. It was an honor. And, I and look if you're still watching, um, stay tuned for the madness. <laughs> Pray for me. <laughs> Pray for Sam. She's about to get trained. For you you have a teammate, though. Victoria will be with you. Oh, I, we'll all do it together. All right. How about that? That's great. Yeah. So you can all blow by me. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Now I'm just joking. <laughs> thank you, Ernest. Thank you. We appreciate you. Uh, anytime. All right. Thanks. Thanks for watching Jersey Heels. Bye, guys. <laughs> guys, again, thanks for listening to Jerseys and Heels. That will end our podcast for today, but be sure to tune in again and catch us behind the scenes. Jerseys and Heels, bringing women into the game because they are more than jerseys and we 
are more than heels. See you on the flip side. Don't forget to come meet us on Instagram, Facebook, and subscribe to our podcast.